Hello. Good morning, everyone. It isn't Lee. It's me, Sam. How are you? Hope you're doing OK. Genesis 11 to 13 this morning. Yeah, so. That's cool. It's good, these chapters, actually. Yes, things begin to look up. I believe. This is my new Bible. I like it a lot. It's sort of leathery. This is my first time doing this on Teams because. Yeah, I used to just do it on Facebook Live, so it looks totally different. Um, but it's good. It's good to be off Facebook. And just be on on Teams. Yeah, ho hope you're all doing OK this morning, Thursday. Nice morning out there. Lee's gone up to Sunnybank. Um, yeah, they were going to go to. See the King's coronation actually in London, but they decided against that. But uh, yeah, the Joneses won't be around this weekend. Just a little heads up. Right, we've got one minute and then we'll begin. Let's just get in the right place. If there's any issues with the audio or anything, just drop me a message. I got my phone out. shouldn't be. I've done a little test, you know. OK, 7 a.m. Lord Jesus, please speak to us this morning. Amen. Now the whole world had one language and a common speech. As men moved eastwards, they found a plain in Shinar and settled there. They said to each other, come, let's make bricks and bake them thoroughly. They used brick instead of stone and bitumen for mortar. Then they said, come, let's build ourselves a city with a tower that reaches to the heavens so that we may make a name for ourselves and not be scattered over the face of the whole earth. But the Lord came down to see the city and the tower that the men were building. The Lord said, if as one people speaking the same language, they've begun to do this, then nothing they plan to do will be impossible for them. Come, let us go down and confuse their language so that they will not understand each other. So the Lord scattered them from there over all the earth and they stopped building the city. That is why it was called Babel because there the Lord confused the language of the whole world. From there, the Lord scattered them over the face of the whole earth. This is the account of Shem. Two years after the flood, when Shem was 100 years old, he became the father of Arphaxad. And after that, he became the, fa after he became the father of Arphaxad. Shem lived 500 years and had other sons and daughters. When Arphaxad had lived 35 years, he became the father of Shelah. 
And after he became the father of Shelah, Arphaxad lived 403 years and had other sons and daughters. When Shelah had lived 30 years, he became the father of Eber. And after he became the father of Eber, Shelah lived 403 years and had other sons and daughters. When Eber had lived 34 years, he became the father of Peleg. And after he became the father of Peleg, Eber lived 430 years and had other sons and daughters. When Peleg had arrived, uh, sorry, when Peleg had lived 30 years, he became the father of Ru. And after he became the father of Ru, Peleg lived 209 years and had other sons and daughters. When Ru had lived 32 years, he became the father of Serug. And after he became the father of Serug, Ru lived 207 years and had other sons and daughters. When Serug had lived 30 years, he became the father of Nahor. And after he became the father of Nahor, Serug lived 200 years and had other sons and daughters. When Nahor had lived 29 years, he became the father of Terah. And after he became the father of Terah, Nahor lived 119 years and had other sons and daughters. After Terah had lived 70 years, he became the father of Abram, Nahor, and Haran. This is the account of Terah. Terah became the father of Abram, Nahor, and Haran, and Haran became the father of Lot. While his father, Terah, was still alive, Haran died in the Ur of the Chaldeans in the land of his birth. Abram and Nahor both married. The name of Abram's wife, wife was Sarai, and the name of Nahor's wife was Milcah. She was the daughter of Haran, the father of both Milcah and Ishka. Now Sarai was barren. She had no children. Terah took his son Abram, his grandson Lot, son of Haran, and his daughter-in-law Sarai, the wife of his son Abram, and together they set out from Ur of the Chaldeans to go to Canaan. But when they came to Haran, they settled there. Terah lived 205 years and he died in Haran. The Lord had said to Abram, leave your country, your people and your father's household and go to the land I will show you. I will make you into a great nation and I will bless you. I will make your name great and you will be a blessing. I will bless those who bless you and whoever curses you, I will curse. And all peoples on earth will be blessed through you. So Abraham left as the Lord had told him and Lot went with him. Abraham was 75 years old when he set out from Haran. He took his wife Sarai, his nephew Lot, all the possessions they had accumulated and the people they had acquired in Haran. And they set out from the land of Canaan and they arrived there. Abraham travelled through the land as far as the site of the great tree of Moreh at Shechem. At that time the Canaanites were in the land. The Lord appeared to Abraham and said, to your offspring I will give this land. So he built an altar there to the Lord who had appeared to him. From there he went on towards the hills east of Bethel and pitched his tent with Bethel on the west and I on the east. There he built an altar to the Lord and called on the name of the Lord. Then Abraham set out and continued towards the Negev. Now there was a famine in the land and Abraham went down to Egypt to live there for a while because the famine was severe. 
As he was about to enter Egypt, he said to his wife, Sarai, I know what a beautiful woman you are. When the Egyptians see you, they'll say, this is his wife. Then they will kill me and let you live. Say you are my sister so that I will be treated well for your sake and my life will be spared because of you. When Abraham came to Egypt, the Egyptians saw that she was a very beautiful woman. And when Pharaoh's officials saw her, they praised her to Pharaoh and she was taken into the palace. He treated Abraham well for her sake. And Abraham acquired sheep and cattle, male and female donkeys, men servants and maidservants and camels. But the Lord inflicted serious diseases on Pharaoh and his household because of Abraham's wife. So Pharaoh summoned Abraham. Summoned Abraham. What have you done to me? He said, why didn't you tell me she was your wife? Why did you say she's my sister so that I took her to be my wife? Now then, here is your wife. Take her and go. Then Pharaoh gave orders about Abraham to his men and they sent him on his way with his wife and everything he had. So Abraham went up from Egypt to the Negev with his wife and everything he had and Lot went with him. Abraham had become very wealthy in livestock and silver and gold. From the Negev he went from the place he went from place to place until he came to Bethel to the place between Bethel and Ai, where his tents had been earlier and where he had first built an altar. There Abraham called on the name of the Lord. Now Lot, who was moving about with Abraham, also had flocks and herds and tents, but the land could not support them while they stayed together, for their possessions were so great that they were not able to stay together. And quarrelling arose between Abraham's herdsmen and the herdsmen of Lot. The Canaanites and the Perizzites were also living in the land at that time. So Abraham said to Lot, let's not have any quarrelling between you and me or between your herdsmen and mine, for we are brothers. Is not the whole land before you? Let's part company. If you go to the left, I'll go to the right. If you go to the right, I'll go to the left. Lot looked up and saw the whole plain of Jordan was well watered like the garden of the Lord, like the land of Egypt towards Zor. This was before the Lord destroyed Sodom and Gomorrah. So Lot chose for himself the whole plain of the Jordan and set out towards the east. The two men parted company. Abraham lived in the land of Canaan while Lot lived among the cities of the plain and pitched his tents near Sodom. Now the men of Sodom were wicked and were sinning greatly against the Lord. The Lord said to Abraham after Lot had parted from him, Lift up your eyes from where you are and look north and south and east and west. All the land that you see I will give to you and your offspring forever. I will make your offspring like the dust of the earth, so that if anyone could count the dust, then your offspring could be counted. Go, walk the length and breadth of the land, for I'm giving it to you. So Abraham moved his tents and w went to live near the great trees of Mamre at Hebron, where he built an altar to the Lord. That's it, that's Genesis 11 to 13. So it's really great, isn't it? Because there's, um, it starts, it's, you know, the Lord Jesus comes down and curses uh, everyone's language so that um, they can't understand each other anymore. And it's just, again, another curse from the Lord 
and it seems like things are just getting worse and worse. But then out of that curse in chapter 12 comes uh, Jesus to Abraham, Abraham, and he says, I will bless you. Um, so now there's blessing is coming back into the picture again, which is just really cool, isn't it? And with, Abra with Abraham, something new is beginning where God is going to bless through him. And it's and it's just amazing. I mean, that's we are that that church where he says, I'll make your offspring like the dust of the earth. So if anyone could count the dust, then your offspring could be counted. We are the church that are his, you know, Father Abraham is our father and we are his seed. Um, he trusted in Jesus and we're his children because we trust in Jesus, too. And yeah, there are countless Christians who've lived and died and gone before us and even living right now. So what an encouragement, isn't it, that out of all the curse that's been going on uh, in the, the dark generation that we live in, um, Jesus calls people out and saves them and wants to take us all to the promised land, to Canaan. So take courage from that. It's good, isn't it? Um, I hope you have a really good Thursday. God bless you guys. Thanks for uh, listening to the live reading and I'll catch you same time tomorrow for the next readings.